Deutsche Welle. Learning by ear. Listen up. Shape your future. Hello and welcome to episode 6 in our Learning by Ear series, Shall I Tell You Something? African Fables for a Culture of Peace. Today we are going to witness the return of a child prodigy. Prick up your ears and listen to the story of A King Without a Kingdom. Long long time ago a good king reigned over Saraba a heavenly country it was a small kingdom but its soil was fertile and everybody was happy one day the beautiful queen gave her husband a handsome and strong son who was called Amadou but the happiness of the royal family was short lived soon after the king was attacked while he was out hunting A huge wild cat injured him so badly that he died. Amadou, the lawful heir to the throne, was still too young. He was promptly ousted from the throne by a cruel dictator and was forced to go into exile far away from the kingdom of Saraba. Many seasons and years went by. Amadou became a handsome and respected young man. He married a virtuous and loving woman named Fatima, who gave him beautiful children. The young family lived happily and peacefully together until one year a severe drought struck the country. After several months of drought, there was almost nothing left to eat in the country. Amadou feared to lose his beloved wife and children. So he was forced to venture into unknown territory. And not only that, he decided that it was time to reclaim his throne. The next day, Amadou set off at dawn. He walked for a long time covering a vast distance. He crossed many rivers and traveled through lots of unfamiliar countries. But Amadou could never earn and save enough to return home to his family. No matter what he did, he couldn't solve his problems. One day he needed to rest and sat in the shade of a large boba tree where he drank a few sips from his gourd and thought about his life. Was this the end of all his dreams? Then exhausted he closed his eyes and fell asleep. When he awoke the sun was going down already. As he set off again Amadou saw an old woman in the distance who was dragging herself along the road. The poor woman looked haggard and thirsty. Amadou immediately went to help her. Old woman, what happened? Come on, I'll help you. Let's go to the large tree over there. You need to rest and get your breath back. Amadou brought the old woman to the tree and sat her beneath it. There he offered her something to drink and even gave all his food to her. Once she felt better, the old woman said to Amadou, "Young man, you saved my life. I was attacked on the way and robbed of everything. But tell me, what are you doing here alone?" That's a long, long story. You know, life is not easy. I left my home and family to seek my fortune. 
But here I am now, poorer than ever before. You helped me, and now it is my turn to help you. Here's some advice that you must never forget. Never get into situations you do not master. Follow my words, and your dreams will come true. Whereupon the old woman left Amadou without another word. Amadou was surprised and disappointed, but thought that the old woman was probably mad. And then, just a few minutes later, he saw a cloud of dust in the distance. Soon after, he could make out several horses led by a solitary rider, dressed in princely garments and mounted on a beautiful black stallion. The other horses were carrying large saddle bags full of gold and jewelry. The rider stopped close to Amadou and called him. Good evening, my friend. My name is Mariba. Who are you? Uh, I am Amadou. Good evening, sir. Hello, Amadou. I am the youngest son of the king of Saraba who has just died. But my grief is mild because my father was wicked. My elder brother succeeded him to the throne and he is just as brutal. I inherited the riches you see here and I have decided to live with all my belongings and seek out other lands. Amadou was so surprised by what he heard and saw that he didn't even register the name of the kingdom Moriba had just mentioned. Listen, my friend, I am going to make you a good offer. Because of all the riches and jewelry that I am carrying, I am a prime target for robbers and brigands. Accompany me on my travels and protect me in cases of danger. In exchange... I will give you half of my possessions. I have not yet found anyone whom I can completely trust, but you seem very honest. This is why, as soon as you have sworn your loyalty to me, half of my fortune will be yours. Amadou was trembling with excitement. Was this finally the break he had been looking for? I am honored by your offer, Moriba. Yes, I am an honest person, and I promise you, I will always ride by your side. I swear to be loyal to you. Saddle up, then. I am happy to travel with you. Ride this beautiful mare. From now on, she belongs to you. Amadou climbed into the saddle, suddenly feeling light-hearted. For the first time, he saw the beauty of the surrounding landscape. He just couldn't believe his luck. I have now found a new friend, and soon I will be reunited with my family and I will be rich. Yeah. Over the following weeks, the two new friends had many adventures together, and Amadou proved himself to be a brave and trustworthy bodyguard. One day they came to a wide river and had to look a long time for a shallow place to cross. Amadou... Go in the water here to see how deep it is. I don't want to see our gold washed away like driftwood. Yes, Moriba, my friend. I'm on my way. Amadou could not swim, but nevertheless he wanted to express his gratitude to Moriba and was about to jump into the water when he remembered the old woman's words. Never get into situations you do not master. 
He hesitated for some time and then he admitted to Moriba that he had never learned to swim. <laughs> I wanted someone to protect me and all I got is a coward. Oh, why is life always that unfair to me? I have gold in abundance, but I still have to do everything by myself. So Moriba undressed and went into the water. He could touch the bottom all the way across the river. On the opposite bank, Moriba was encouraging Amadou to cross with the animals, when he was suddenly attacked from behind and killed by a crocodile. Amadou froze with terror. There was nothing he could do. After he recovered from the shock of losing his friend and had pulled himself together, he then considered what he should do next. He now had immense wealth. He could simply decide to keep it. But was it the right thing to do? Then suddenly he knew what to do. Moriba had mentioned the kingdom of Saraba. He was therefore the son of the usurper to the throne. Suddenly he realized that Moriba's possessions should be returned to the citizens of Saraba, who had been exploited by that selfish king. He quickly rounded up all the animals and set off towards his homeland. He rode all day and then decided to stop at Malikunda, a neighboring kingdom he knew from his childhood. Samori, the king, and in past times a close friend of Amadou's father, received him well. Amadou told the king what had happened to him and what he had planned to do now. I am on my way to Saraba, the country of my ancestors. I want to give back to the people what was stolen from them. Samori took a liking to Amadou and was moved. He offered him hospitality in his palace and had the treasures he was carrying guarded and his horses taken care of. A few weeks later, when Amadou had fully recovered from his long journey, Samori offered him an army as reinforcements, as well as a large herd of cattle to help him regain the throne of Saraba. Amadou set off again, surrounded by his new army and his animals. They now headed straight to the capital of Saraba. The news of Amadou's return spread rapidly to Moriba's brother's ears. He had Amadou described as a handsome and valiant man who was willing to share all his wealth with the people of Saraba. He took fright and fled from the palace. As for Amadou, he received a triumphal welcome on his arrival, and shortly after, the people recognized him as the new king of Saraba. He addressed them in these words. First of all, I want to give my people back what was stolen from them. Take your gold and jewelry and make use of them in a way that serves our whole society. Still in front of the crowd, King Amadou then spoke to one of his servants. Now, send someone to my family to bring them here. I never want to be separated from them again. And also bring my friend King Samori from Malikunda, the old friend of my father. Everyone is invited for a sumptuous feast. After many years, Saraba was once more the heavenly, peaceful country that it used to be. And Amadou and his family indeed were never separated again. Thus, our fable goes to see 
and he who will smell its perfume first will go to heaven. And so ends our fable, A King Without a Kingdom. The story of a man who once lost everything, but got it back again because he helped others and listened to their advice. Did you ever experience a situation where advice really rescued you? Let us know and send an email to lbe world.de. If you missed any episodes or even a whole series, you can visit our website at www.dw-world.de forward slash lbe to catch up and subscribe to our podcasts. And also remember to tune in next time to Learning by Ear. Bye-bye and stay well.